Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on the fan. It is a final, the game and the series. It ends with a Brewers victory, 6-5 the final. Welcome, everybody. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen uh, enjoying this one as the Brewers get a, uh, well, a bottom of the eighth inning, big, big time two-out hit from Orlando Arcia, and the bullpen wins this baseball game, a bullpen day for the Milwaukee Brewers here in game four, this four-game set, and they take the game in the series, guys. And, you know, for those uh, that had realistic goals, unlike me, I wanted the sweep really, really bad. But for those of you that had uh, a little more realistic uh, ideas about this four-game set, you guys are right. Take three or four against Pittsburgh and move forward. That's what they're doing. Trade deadline day today. Brewers make a trade earlier today. We'll get into that a little bit later on. David Phelps has been moved to the Philadelphia Phillies for three minor leaguers. But what a game tonight. And what a game for the back end of this bullpen. In uh, By name, Devin Williams and Josh Hader striking out the final six men faced. In order, Devin Williams, an inning and two-thirds, four K's in his performance today and Josh Hader strikes out the side in that ninth inning huge win for the Milwaukee Brewers with 26 to play they find themselves at 16 and 18 in the 2020 championship season (laughs) I I laugh because you guys always give me grief about saying that but I'm going to stay with it with 26 to play here and the Brewers out of the uh, first 30 games of the season, the first half of the season, uh, don't look now, but they're 3-1 and one since that started. So we'll take that. If if the, if that's any indication, maybe you know the hitters meeting the other day, maybe it did have an impact. Outside of yesterday, maybe it did. And uh, you know the Brewers find themselves right in the thick of a playoff chase. They just do, guys. And, and, and again, I... Uh, I, I find myself enjoying this more and more as the season rolls on. Now, you didn't enjoy a Bucks game earlier today. You heard Sparky talking about that. Uh, not a good night for um, the Bucks against the Heat as they fall 115-104 in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference semifinals. But uh, the Brewers tried to pick you up a little bit in spirit with a 6-5 victory. Looked good for a while. Didn't look good for a while. Looked good for a while. Not too bad for a while. Then it looked good for a while again, and then no, now we're tied, and and you really you get a leadoff double. You get men on on base, and and you, you continually put traffic on the base pass. Good things are going to happen, and I think Craig Council is going to say that. Put runners aboard, and finally someone's going to come through. Now there was some uh, fundamental baseball that wasn't uh, to my liking a little bit in this one. You had opportunities to move runners over. And, and you didn't. You're hitting the ball to the left side of the diamond. You're hitting the ball to the left side in the air. You don't get a tag a little bit. So th- those things I could, I could pick apart, and, and maybe I will. <laughs> it's possible that I will. Ben Gamble with a big night tonight as well. We're going to hear from manager Craig Council uh, coming up in just a little while. Every game that goes by, and here we are. Now we're going to be into September. Into September starting tomorrow's game. And it's a a two-game set against the Detroit Tigers. I don't know what kind of realistic expectations are to be in a two-game set. I mean, is is it then okay to ask for a sweep? I wanted a sweep in this four-gamer against the Pirates. They damn near got it. I don't know what it is against the Tigers. Realistic goal would be to, I guess, win tomorrow and then go on from there, I I suppose. But um, they... uh, they find themselves playing day by day, and and that's where you you have to look at this thing. Get a win, just move on. 
get a situation into your favor and move on. That's what the uh, Brewers are doing here. Let's go back to our game recap. If you want to react on this or the Bucks loss tonight, uh, we, we, could, we could conversate about that as well. In the first inning, both teams go three up, three down. Uh, make it three up, three down for the Pirates in the second inning off Brent Suter. Brewers getting to it in the second inning. A leadoff walk to Justin Smoke. Ben Gamble with a base hit. I told you. Uh, he had a good night, and we'll continue uh, talking about that uh, beyond this recap. Jed Jerko with a base hit, loads the bases with nobody out, and raise your hand, Brewers fans, raise your hand if you immediately think of doom and gloom. <laughs> Got a couple of texts at that time. Bases juiced, nobody out. Let's hear how this story ends tonight, shall we? And uh, here's, here's what happened. Two and two, the count to Eric Sogard. And there's a liner that is bobbled and thrown away. And a run will score. Two runs will score. As the Brewers push it across the first two runs of the night, Kevin Newman got eaten up a bit. Now, it didn't look like that was going to be the case. Um, a strike prior to that, a strikeout to Narvaez. Then a ground ball by Jace Peterson. They forced the runner at the plate. But that play right there gave the Brewers a two-zip lead. And I was this close to calling it the uh, Great Lakes Dragway turning point. But that uh, infield single by Sogard and an error. A little bit of a gift there. But the Brewers will take it up two-zip into the third. It didn't take long for Pittsburgh to tie it up. Need the shutdown inning. Come on now. Come on, kid. After two out, a walk, and a two-run shot, uh, 2-2 as they, as they immediately tie back up into the bottom of the third. Brewers going back to work. Yelich a leadoff base hit. Keston Hira then hit by a pitch. I, uh, I wonder about that right there. Trevor Williams and Keston Hira have a little history. And getting drilled in the back like that, I, I don't know. I Conspiracy theorist as I am. I wonder about that one. Two on, nobody out. Raise your hand, Brewers fans, if you just think doom and gloom right there. Then a 10-pitch at-bat by Justin Smoke, and that didn't end well. Grounds into a double play. Man, how about this, though? I told you Ben Gamble had a night. He was one for one, and he steps up with a runner in scoring position and two men out here in this third inning. Got a pretty good clip now over these last nine plus games, and that will continue with an RBI single to center. That'll get Yelich in, and the Brewers regain the lead. Yeah, what a nice approach right there. Two out base hit to score a run. Outstanding work. All three of the Brewers' runs are coming two outs. Well, game one of this series. Did a lot of damage with two outs. Slider. And Gamble able to go down and get it. Line drive right back into center field. Good piece of hitting. Yeah, Ben Gamble at that point, two for two with an RBI. A nice uh, two-out base hit to give the Brewers a 3-2 lead into the fourth inning. Drew Rasmussen. I'll tell you, uh, Drew Rasmussen, the, the, the one thing I think uh, in, in analyzing his brief career, and let's face it, it is obviously brief, uh, gas in 99, I think he should be more challenging with these hitters. And maybe that's the final thing. You're probably leaning on Narvaez a little bit there, but I think he messed up. That, that inning, his first inning of work, I, I had no problem with. Somewhat aggressive. Pitches a scoreless fourth inning. His second inning, I'll tell you, um, just not a big fan of how they approach that second inning of work for Anders uh, Rasmussen, I should say. But uh, nonetheless, he gets through the fourth inning, and uh, uh, Rasmussen, a scoreless uh, fourth, as I said. It was just a little bout of wildness in that second part of that inning. Uh, bottom half, Brewers back at it. Narvaez, a leadoff double, and then a walk to Jace Peterson after a deep fly out by Eric Sogard. Again, first and second, nobody out, and you, can't, you don't want to – Craig, you don't want to move the runners over there. Bunt that ball right at the third baseman. And you got yourself runners moving over. Not only that didn't happen, but it was a fly ball fairly deep, not to the right side of the diamond, not to the right side of the field. 
was the left center field by Eric Sogard. And I'm not just, and again, a pretty deep fly ball. I mean, that thing was pretty deep. Narvaez, with any sort of speed, probably should have ended up on third base there. That was one out. Urias then, um, with what looked to be a double play ground ball after the first out, yeah, uh, at second base. But uh, the Brewers get another gift here. For your loyal viewers, yeah. is Baran second for one, and the turn is thrown away, and coming home will be Narvaez with the fourth run of the night for the Brewers. And two of those runs tonight coming on airs. 4-2 into the fifth inning. All the highlights, by the way, uh, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Rasmussen in there for the thing of work after two outs, a double, and a base hit. Why in the world in that second inning is he messing around with all the soft stuff? I, I don't understand who's calling those pitches. The dude has electric stuff. Challenge these guys. Go right at them. Doesn't do that. He's just, just why? I, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Uh, Pirates within one at four to three. Uh, bottom of that fifth inning. Uh, Keston Hira gets uh, gets uh, run back. Nice couple nights. Here's Keston Hira sending one in the air center field. Hit it well. It is gone. A home run. Keston Hira center field. Eighth homer of the year, and the Brewers lead 5-3. He likes the Pirates, doesn't he? Yes, he does. And he also likes Trevor Williams. That's his third career homer. Four for seven with three homers. Wow, that's uh, that's big time from Keston here. Brewers up 5-3. to three into the sixth inning, and uh, Freddie Peralta summoned from the pen for the top of the sixth inning. Peralta in some trouble after one out, a walk, then a double to put runners at second and third. Huge strikeout to Polanco right there and a chance to get out of it, but the number eight hitter on a 1-1 pitch uh, just hung a curveball right there. Jose Ozuna uh, ties the game with a two-run, two-out base hit backbreaker right there in the sixth inning. Pittsburgh, after tying it, well, they get the shutdown inning they needed there in the bottom of the sixth, 5-5 five, five into the seventh inning, and uh, Freddie Peralta back out there to start the seventh inning, gets the first out. Then he walks a man, and Council goes to the pen to Devin Williams. Strikeout for the second out. Then he walks a man, Josh Bell. Two on, two out, gets Colin Moran to ground out. I, I think right there, that, that I'm going to call, mm, maybe there's a bigger turning point. Check that with Great Lakes Dragway. Uh, Brewers 1-2-3 in the seventh inning. Seems like the offense has disappeared for a little bit. Tied five into the eighth. Devin Williams coming back in. Hammer, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Strikes out the side in order. Devin Williams is having an amazing season, guys. He really is. 5-5 into the bottom of the eighth inning. Brewers in business. Bottom of the eighth inning. Lead-off double by Ben Gamble, three for three with a walk and an RBI. And I'll tell you, uh, there's there's one other guy that would be worthy of the Chevy MVB if it weren't for uh, the one that got the uh, game-winning hit. It would be Ben Gamble. Just a second here on that. Jed Jerko can't move him over uh, with a man on second base. Essentially, at that time, tied at five. Uh, bottom of the eighth inning, you're essentially in extra inning kind of rule, aren't you? A man at second with nobody out, and then you get a shutdown inning, win the game. So Ben Gamble's out there at second. Jed Jerko, uh, really no business uh, swinging at an inside pitch. And then he grounds out to third. Look the runner back, throw to first. Not sure why we don't believe in any sort of small ball at all with, with you know, in, in theory – most all of these games are really a, a season on the line sort of thing. You can make that argument. But there's one out now. Gamble remains at second base. Mark Mathias then to pinch hit for Narvaez. And it's tough to move a runner over or to get a runner in when you're ground uh, grounding out to the third baseman as well. Avasail Garcia to pinch hit for Jace Peterson right there. Second consecutive 
uh, pinch hit, uh, pinch hitter for Craig Council. Turley, four for four, lifetime against Turley is Avasail Garcia. Well, Derek Shelton says, uh, you know, I'm going to walk him. He just stung us for a two-run double in the eighth inning on Saturday night, so we're just going to put him on. They do that, first and second, two out. Nottingham to pinch run for Garcia. Arcia to pinch hit for Eric Sogard. All the chess pieces being moved scattered all over the all over the floor here. Um, then Shelton pulls Turley for Stratton to face Arcia. And how about Orlando Arcia? The 2-2. On the ground and throw into left field, a base hit. Here comes Gamble. Here's a throw to the plate. It's cut off as the Brewers take the lead. Orlando Arcia, a run-scoring single. Yep, got the slider that he got the other night. This time a single into left. Yeah, there, there you go. As the uh, Brewers get the 6-5 lead right there in the eighth, and then you go to Josh Hader, and Josh Hader comes in. You know what happened the other night, uh, obviously. Saturday night, five walks in that performance, a blown save, the whole nine yards. What's he going to do the next time? How about just striking out the side for a Brewers victory? That's what you do and save number. What would that be? Austin, Texas is with us tonight. Is that eight or nine? You know, you lose count. Uh, that is eight tonight. And that's number eight. Save number eight for Josh Hader and a Brewers victory. 6-5 the final. 16-18 and 18 their record now with just 26 games remaining here in the 2020 campaign. 414-799-1250. Also, that David Phelps move. Just wanted to ask you guys. Did it seem like a, a white flag move for you or did it seem like the right move to do? Because you did acquire three young pitchers, 19, 19, and 20 years of age. Now, again, one of them's a 30-rounder. Um, all decent numbers in their respective uh, leagues last year. There's a Gulf Coast League, a Dominican Fall League, and rookie level in the bigs. But uh, is that is that was that the right move to do? Uh, David Stern said he was within minutes uh, from acquiring a bat. Um, <clears throat> we talked yesterday about the trade deadline, and I would I was a little surprised they made the move. But as I said yesterday, if anything, probably David David Phelps is going to be moved at the deadline, and 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 it happened. It was it was Phelps uh, to be moved. So. There you go. There's your final 6-5 as the Brewers get the victory. We'll hear from Craig Council coming up and uh, Ben Gamble. By the way, Orlando Arcia, your Chevy MVB, didn't even start the game. One at bat, and it was the game winner in the bottom of the eighth inning with two outs. Chevy MVB brought to you by Chevy. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer at Wisconsin, or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Uh, again, Brewers get the victory. They take the series three games to one and stay right in the thick of this. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power. On the web at liuna113.org. Big win for the crew. They're all big at this point when you're right in the thick of things, trying to hit the postseason again. 26 games remain. Final month of the season as we flip the calendar to September uh, tomorrow. And just uh, as a reminder, as if you didn't know, Milwaukee Bucks lost game one of the Eastern Conference semis, uh, what, 115-104, and that's not good. So (laughs) Brewers picked it up a little bit. More conversation about uh, the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow morning with Bart Winkler and Bill Michaels and, of course, the Wendy's Big Show, Uh, so we've got that for you. But the Brewers, uh, they get a, a victory here, 26 games remaining. With the trade today, guys, David Phelps gone for three minor leaguers. I'm just wondering if that's a sign to you that, um, you know, they they just they weren't going to add. They were only going to subtract. 
I don't know if that replenishes the farm system at all, and in a sense it doesn't. But if you look at the Adam Lind deal from years ago, remember the first baseman, Adam Lind? Uh, when they traded him, they received three pitchers very similar to this deal. Pitchers, a couple of them in their teens. There's young pitchers, and Freddie Peralta was in that return for Adam Lind. So I think this would be the parallel to that. David Phelps, you know, these bullpen, and, and I love David Phelps, don't get me wrong. Um, but these these guys, uh, they're journeyman guys that are going to bounce around. You find the right combination in a bullpen, and, you know, you've got something cooking there. And the Brewers did this year. Certainly, Devin Williams was just amazing, along with uh, David Phelps, 2-7 ERA, and Josh Hader. It's pretty dynamic sort of uh, outgetters, if you will, in the back end of that bullpen. But, you know, David Phelps, they just thought that, you know, they can get by without him. And, you know, at some point, someone's going to blow a lead in that uh, seventh, eighth inning range. And we're going to say, well, David Phelps would have taken care of that. We'll see. But we will also see, and it will take a few years to see if this trade was even worthy of making. And uh, again, as I said, Freddie Peralta, very similar deal, came out of that Adam Lind deal with three young arms. Let's check out the uh, box going inside the box uh, as uh, the Brewers get a 6-5 victory. Luis Urias, fourth consecutive game that he has been in that leadoff spot. Didn't work out real well today. 0 for 5, three strikeouts. Christian Yelich, 1 for 4 with a run scored and two strikeouts, although I will say Christian Yelich was hammering baseballs tonight. That's a great sign. Uh, Keston Hira tonight, one for three with a run scored and an RBI. Justin Smoke goes 0 for three with a walk. Ben Gamble, three for three, two runs scored, one RBI and a walk. Jed Jerko, one for four with a run scored and a couple of Ks. Omar Narvaez, one for three, a run scored and a pair of strikeouts himself. Jace Peterson, 0 for one. He drew a pair of walks as well. One thing I'm getting to notice about Jace Peterson is that dude looks like he's got a good eye at the plate. It it does. You know, drew a big walk, obviously, on Saturday night. But you, know, you look at his ABs here, um, just, just a battler in there. I don't know much about Jace Peterson. I don't know if anyone does in these parts. But uh, it does look like he's got a pretty decent eye. Uh, Eric Sogard in this game, one for three with an RBI. Mark Mathias pinch hit appearance goes over one. Uh, Abasil Garcia comes in and uh, he was intentionally walked in his lone at bat. And Orlando Arcia, one for one, one big RBI. Pitching lines on a bullpen day. Here we go. Brent Suter, three innings, allows one hit, a couple of runs, both earned, a walk and three strikeouts. Drew Rasmussen. Two innings, two hits, one earned run, a couple of walks and two strikeouts. Freddie Peralta, one and a third, two hits, two runs, both earned. A walk and three strikeouts. Here's where it gets good. Devin Williams, an inning and two-thirds, no hits, no runs, no walks, four strikeouts. Josh Hader, one inning, no hits, no runs, no walks, and three strikeouts. In fact, the combo of Devin Williams and Josh Hader struck out the final six men up for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Brewers get six runs on nine hits, no errors. The Pirates, five runs on just five hits and a couple of errors. The win goes to Devin Williams, three and one with a .64 earned run average. Turley, the loss, 0-1. And Josh Hader was saved number eight on the campaign. Brewers, 16 and 18, and trying to stay in the thick of this. But that David Phelps deal, I'm... You know, I got a few texts and a little messing around on social media today. Um, I think a lot of people were thinking David Stearns was waving the white flag on this deal. We're going to hear from Craig Council, his comments on the trade. And uh, I, I didn't necessarily look at it that way. I just I just thought you seized the moment with the Phelps deal. And I don't know if David Phelps was going to net you anything more than what it got you. And that is three young, young arms we won't know about this trade three years before we start really getting a closer look at at who might be bubbling up 
out of that trio of arms. All right-handers. We'll go over uh, just exactly who those guys are. But uh, the Brewers get the victory tonight, 6-5. The final Craig Council coming up next as Orlando Arcia comes up with a huge hit. That is uh, certainly the turning point in this ball game. Eighth inning with Great Lakes Dragway, the legendary Great Lakes Dragway. GreatLakesDragway.com for track rental and event information. Lando unties it in the bottom of the eighth. Josh Hader locks it in. There's your Brewers victory. We'll be back. As the Brewers beat the Pirates, they take the series three games to one. Council is next here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on The Fan. 6-5 final, and every win is a a good one at this point. 26 remain here as uh, the calendar flips to September tomorrow, and you may think that, uh, well, it's a a bunch of mishmash put together sort of uh, lineup here. Well, no uh, Ryan Braun, a little back tightness again. Mm. Um, Yeah, again, I, I I I shouldn't be like that, but... Boy, it sure would be nice to have Ryan Braun in this lineup on a regular basis. Avasail Garcia, not in the game as well. Still a little uh, with that ankle. They uh, they do, however, prevail in this one. Spark of the game with Current Electric. Uh, call your electrician superhero at callcurrent.com. And it was uh, Orlando Arcia, the third consecutive pinch hitter for Craig Council's crew in the bottom of that eighth inning. The 2-2. On the ground and throw into left field, a base hit. Here comes Gamble. Here's a throw to the plate. It's cut off as the Brewers take the lead. Orlando Garcia, a run-scoring single. Yep, got the slider that he got the other night. This time a single into left. Yeah, with two outs, and and that's the game winner right there. Sparked up a uh, Brewers victory tonight. little victory spark on that one. Uh, Brewers, don't look now, guys. They've won five of their last eight games, five and three in their last eight. And that's, you're just going to have to start building on that. And at this point, yeah, you like to scoreboard watch and I do too, but uh, with, with the offensive issues that the Brewers have had, I think it's uh, probably best to just, you know, get some runs on the board. The pitching again, I believe has done a decent job overall, especially, obviously, the back end of that bullpen. And speaking of which, trade deadline earlier this afternoon, David Phelps was moved before we get to Craig Council's post-game presser. Uh, this is what he had to say about the Phelps trade prior to the game. You know, we obviously, David's been a valuable piece of this team. Um, but uh, David Stearns found a deal that that he thought um, – that he couldn't pass up and and so that he that he felt like was important for the for the franchise to make um i don't think it says anything about the future of the team and we got to go out and win a baseball game today um and uh that's that's how we're going to treat it that's how the guys in there are going to treat it um you know we you, you lose i i you don't want to say that but you, you lose players at times Guys get hurt. Guys get traded, and and there's that doesn't uh, um, you know stop you from trying to win the baseball game that day. Um, and so that's we're sitting a game out of the playoffs right now. Um, we know we have to play better um, to to get there, um, but we're we're not in a bad position at all. Um, and so we feel like it's in front of us. Um, and um, with a good with a good month of baseball, with a good twenty eight games, that uh, we can put ourselves in a real good position. Yeah, and that's exactly right. And you take it day by day, one game at a time. And they get this one; they take three or four against the Pittsburgh Pirates. And as I said to open the show, uh, those of you that had realistic expectations of taking three or four against the Pittsburgh Pirates, you got what you wanted. Me. Little disappointed that they didn't sweep, but I'll take the three of four. They've won five of their last eight. 
and moving just a little bit in the right direction. I mean, we're, we're going to have to take away the style points here for the Brewers 2020 roster. I mean, let's, let's take that off the table. Who cares? Who cares how it looks? Who cares if Christian Yelich is going for a third consecutive batting title at this point? I mean, coming into this year, of course, you know, the expectations were in a 162 to hit the postseason pay window again. But at this point, I I don't really look at the style points at all. Um, they're, they're just going to have to try and win a, a game any way possible. Doesn't matter. And the Pirates gave him a couple of gifts here. And as Craig Council said about a week ago, there's luck in every single baseball game a little bit. And I hadn't looked really looked at it that way. But the more you do think about that, there is a tremendous amount of luck. I mean, what if uh, you know you you leak a um, you know a slider up and out over the plate, and the guy hammers it, but it just doesn't get high enough, and it's it's a line out, and someone makes a diving grab on the track. I mean, that's you know, hey, we'll, <laughs> we'll take that luck. You can see some of that stuff in just about every game. We're going to hear from Brent Suter. It was a bullpen game today. Hey, Suter didn't do bad. Uh, three innings, just a couple of runs. He he did chew up the three innings, and that was important. Drew Rasmussen. Uh, and I'm sure you're going to hear Craig Council talk about that. I would like to see Rasmussen go after these guys a little bit more. And I thought, uh, I don't know if that was Narvaez. I don't know if that was Drew shaking him off or not. But, you know, I, I think uh, when you have electric stuff like that, make make that um, make that a strength for you. And if they hit your strength, okay, then, then go into the slider and, and the change a little bit. But... Uh, you know, he did uh, pitch a couple of innings, uh, allowed a couple of walks in the first inning, and you know, gave up a run in two innings of work. But he's he's maturing as well. Let's hear from manager Craig Council. Big win for the crew, six five. Craig, how did you like the way the uh, the bullpen pieced together? It looked like everybody gave you probably you know what you needed, and the last two guys were pretty sensational. Yeah, I mean the game really went. Um pretty, pretty close to how we had, had scripted it before the game. Um, the pirates, the pirates did a nice job getting some two out hits. Um, and, and so they, they, you know, obviously was our guys were kind of one out away from really all having sensational outings and, and some two out hits got them. But, um, yeah, I mean, Brett giving us three was key. And if we got through five with, um, with with Drew and Brent, I was I was pretty confident that uh, you know we we had a we had a good end of the game to formula to put put out there. So credit to those guys for uh, for getting the job done. They they all um, did a little bit extra tonight. It's cool. Craig, how important was it for Josh just to get out there and throw a bunch of strikes? Yeah, I mean I I really didn't have much concern. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, Josh is going to have a bad night. That's all right. He's, well, that's, that's how it works. Um, um, he had a bad night and, and he's, he's a great pitcher and that's, that's what they do. They come back out the next time and get it done. Craig, it looked like you had um, him ready to come in, even if you didn't score, but RC has sure made it all just fall perfect for you because now you don't have to use him more than one inning. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a huge hit. Um, I mean, Ben's, Ben's double leading off the inning. I thought really, you know, kind of set up the inning and forced some action with, with what was going on for them too. Um, so we, um, but that's, it's a two strike hit, man. It's, you know, it's a slider and Orlando hung on it. And, um, it's, I think it, it, he's done that a bunch this year where he's, you know, he just, he's laid off a, a pretty good one, two pitch, uh, the slider in the dirt, that was an executed pitch by Stratton. He threw the pitch exactly where he wanted to try to get him to chase and then got one in the zone. Craig, at this point, there's the scouting report has to be pretty complete on Devin Williams. The guys go up there, they're looking change up and he just keeps throwing it and they just keep taking funky swings. Is it sort of fun to watch a, a player execute? that that one skill the way he's doing it it's exactly what he's doing um you know there, there's a good fastball in there too that just makes the hitter um you know, you know they, they know they can't 
necessarily cover both, but um, you know, I, I think you, he, he's throwing it enough now where they're, they're having a hard time, even if they're sitting on it. And, and that's, that's why the pitch is so good. It, it just, it has special movement to it. Um, you saw a couple of right-handers felt like they might've been sitting on it, but they pulled it foul because it just kind of chases them inside. Um, so he, he's, he's, he's been fabulous. I mean, it's, it's hard to put he's, he's been just really, really good. Um, we saw it tonight, but, uh, he's doing a heck of a job. Craig, Craig back to Orlando for a second. Al. There's been so much focus on the offense struggling, but he's been pretty, pretty daggone consistent, hasn't he? And, and that at bat shows some maturity that he might not have had, you know, earlier in his career, especially coming off the bench. Yeah, I, I think Orlando's um, definitely taken a step forward offensively this year. And I think there's a, you know, he's, it may have, co it's cost him at this point, maybe a little bit of driving the baseball, but it the driving the baseball is coming for him. I, re I really think that because this is the approach that's going to work for him. And uh, it, it this is a solid foundation. Um, his walks are up, his strikeouts are down. That that's the thing that tells you that a hitter is making progress. Um, and so I really think that um, Orlando's taken a step forward this year and it hasn't come out yet in like big offensive numbers, but I think we all see just the, the ball strike has changed and um, he's a better hitter for it and he has power. And so the power will, will, will come as he just um, trusts himself with certain counts and certain pitches. So that was a pretty huge hit and error on that play with Sogi because your bases loaded no outs was almost yeah. away from you. Yeah, we, we, we uh, you know, we caught a couple of breaks with some errors on their side tonight that, um, you know, we got some runs on that were important, but um, yeah, that, that was, you know, we, 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 bases loaded with nobody out. It felt like a little bit like bronze at bat on, on Friday night where, you know, we had second and third, nobody out and, and didn't get anything, or maybe that was first and second, but, um, you know, didn't have anything to show for it and then get the, and then get a, tonight we got a break and then we got a big hit, but um, very important for sure. Obviously, you know, you know winning series, you know, can't be much future than it is this year, only playing 60 games. And it's amazing what a difference three out of four makes it versus two and two. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, it, it's just win games here. It's, it, this is a, this, this is a different season. This is a different playoffs. Um, you know, we, you got to keep up and put yourself in spot, you know, where we're playing some games in the last week of the season where who knows what can happen. And, um, that's our goal. Um, just keep, keep racking up some wins and, um, get, get, get yourselves to the, uh, it's going to be a crazy last week of the season. You know, I, I, I think we can tell that the national, especially in the national league, the way it's, the way it's sitting, sitting right now. So, um, we just got to keep fighting, you know, this is, we've, we fought over some couple games this weekend that were, you know, not everything went perfect, but we fought off some wins. Um, that's the way we got to do it. That's the way we'll do it. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to genewagnerplumbing.com. Are you kidding me moment of the game? It, it really was uh, the bottom of the eighth inning as a whole, guys. And and we all know the outcome, Orlando Arcia with the uh, go-ahead two-out RBI base hit to give the Brewers 6-5 lead and then the ultimate win. But I love what Council just said right there. By the way, if that's the way we got to do it, that's the way we got to do it. You got to win a baseball game. That's what I was talking about just a couple of minutes ago. doesn't matter the way it looks anymore. I mean, because it's already the tainted season, right? We get that. understand that. This is clearly, uh, those of you uh, that have listened for a long time here uh, after the ball game for, what, 15 years now, 
you know I love the the cat and mouse game of baseball, and that's one of the things that I, I truly love about it is that it, it's the strategy and it's the back and forth, and I quite commonly refer to the chess pieces moving around. They were dancing tonight, and 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 I'll explain. Bottom of the eighth inning, leadoff double by Ben Gamble. That sets the stage. Uh, Jed Jericho doesn't move him over. Again, this is a little bit of the strategy, nerdy part of me talking, but this is, again, part of the reason I love the game. You don't get the runner over right there. Mark Mathias, the first of three consecutive pinch hitters. Now we're moving chess pieces all over the place. He grounds out. Uh, he was pinch hitting, by the way, for Narvaez. He grounds out to the left side of the diamond as well. There's that runner at second base. Now there were two outs. You're going to need a knock here, and even that doesn't guarantee it if there's a play at the plate. And what do we do now? Uh, we go to the third consecutive pinch hitter, and that's Avasail Garcia, who absolutely owns Turley four for four in his career against him. He's pinch hitting for Jace Peterson. And again, the latest uh, of the four for four was on Saturday night in the bottom of the eighth inning, a two-run go-ahead double uh, Garcia against Turley. <laughs> so, I, I mean, now we're, I mean, what are we going to do next here? So you got to play this out. So Derek Shelton, then the manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates, he then has a recourse. They intentionally walk Garcia. I don't like that matchup right there. Okay, Nottingham in because Narvaez is already out of the game, so you might as well pinch run Nottingham. He's got to enter the game anyway for Garcia, who is limping around on an ankle. Arcia then to pinch hit for Eric Sogard, who walked off on Saturday. Doesn't matter. I like the matchup. Okay, Derek Shelton says, uh-uh, I don't like that matchup. Out goes, out goes Turley, and uh, Stratton comes in to face Arcia. And after all those moves, Orlando Arcia comes through with that big two-out RBI base hit. That gives the Brewers the 6-5 lead and the eventual win in this one. Man, I, that's one of the reasons. Are you kidding me with Gene Wagner plumbing? Why I love this game of baseball. It, it truly is uh, something remarkable when you look at all those moves. Coordinated moves, too. This isn't a wing job. That's the thing. See, I get lost in all this. I would. I'd forget what move I made. I'd have a illegal lineup card at times. <laughs> That's why uh, Craig Council is doing what he's doing, and I'm doing what I'm doing. All right, we'll take a break. Come back here from Brent Suter. They did what they had to do, a bullpen day for the team, and they get the victory because of it. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Brewers win 6-5. Tim Allen, Austin, Texas is here. We'll be back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game. On the fan, it's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. 6 final, and the Brewers take the series three games to one, and uh, it, it, it is a huge difference. Two and two, yeah, you're like, yeah, it's okay, but... You know, that's a, that's a big win, guys. They had a 4-2 lead. That went away. They had a 5-3 lead. That went away. And, you know, things got a little dicey there for, for a second to use a Eucharism. But uh, the Brewers prevail 6-5 the final, 16-18. And, and uh, they're 5-3 and three in their last eight games. We'll take that as uh, they open up a two-game set. Before that, Brent Suter. Let's hear from Brent Suter. We're also going to hear from uh, David Stearns and a little bit more maybe on uh, uh, one of the pitchers that he did acquire in the David Phelps deal today. But we'll go back inside the clubhouse with window select and hear from today's starter, Brent Suter. Brent, was it like riding a bike starting off the game? Uh, <laughs> it was It was cool. It was uh, kind of a nostalgic moment. I hadn't started since uh, having surgery. So it was you know, some cool memories kind of getting back. But in terms of the preparation, I was doing it uh, like a reliever. So I kind of just threw with the relievers, ran with the relievers, did everything. And then like 10, 15, 10, 12 minutes before game time, just started getting hot quick. Like I was a reliever. So uh, a little different preparation wise, but uh, cool to start off the game again. 
Hey, hey, Brent, what what is that that you guys have been hitting in the bullpen? And like, how did that get started? Um, so it's a combination of things. We got a bat hitting one of those uh, chairs, like metal chairs. And then we have some mallet that is used to break in gloves. Uh, and we're hitting, hitting it against the dummy out there. And then some guys are using their feet to hit the uh, garbage can. And other guys are slapping the pads and all that. So uh, we got a, we got a little ba- bullpen band out there. It's uh, pretty fun. But we... We uh, we talked about it a couple of days ago before stretch, um, and we just said, "Hey, listen, our energies, you know, could be better. So let's turn it up a little bit, and it can start out here in the bullpen. We can, you know, bring some energy, bring some noise to the the guys. And uh, I mean, it seems to be working somewhat. It was, uh, I think, it was Friday, and we scored like nine runs. So we're like, we got to keep doing it. Bullpen band in session. Here we go. Brent, we've heard many players talk about that. That it's this has been hard you to get the energy to replace you tonight. So, sorry, I was just saying, like, the guys have talked about how the energy has been been a big challenge. Um, has it been more of a challenge than you think you expected coming in to, to kind of create that? Um, I think I think it has, but really the last couple of days have shown us that, like, just a, a little bit goes a long way in terms of self-generation, like getting the energy going ourselves uh, a lot or a little can go a long way. So. I think um, it's something we're going to keep doing. Um, we've seen some other teams generate their own energy really well, so uh, uh, we wanted to kind of turn it up a notch and, and get that get to that point where we're motivating each other to and really giving energy to each other. Brent, just with your appearances, how comfortable are you with getting stretched out? I think you were at 50 pitches tonight, and you were right around that in some of your previous appearances. Do you feel like you're in a place where you could go deeper, or is that about kind of where you are right now? Um, so I, I think like if I were to be on a rotation, I could go deeper next time. Um, I, I will admit there was a little bit of just like, I was trying to get that second win going in the third inning. And I, a couple of batters I want back where I was just trying to find it. And I kept, you know, coming out of the delivery, missing, you know, non-competitive pitches, which I want back, but, uh, and obviously the home run, which I just over-adjusted and then got it right into a sweet spot. So, uh, some, some pitches I want back, but it wasn't for lack of effort. It was just for, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, just getting a little tired and coming out of my delivery a little bit, but uh, certainly I think next time I could go four or five if I want, if they needed me to, but um, I think I'll probably just be back in the pen doing uh, more of the two or three inning role now. Brett, it was kind of ironic. Brett, it was kind of ironic that um, on a day that Phelps was traded, you had a bullpen game, you know, <laughs> You were missing one of the big pieces, but looks like you guys have enough coverage out there, huh? Yeah, uh, guys stepped up. Devin stepping up in the seventh and eighth was great. Um, and Josh getting right back on the horse and throwing a great ninth inning was awesome. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to miss David. He was an awesome presence for us, both on and off the field. Certainly me as a union rep, you know, he was great shoulder to lean on the whole, the whole quarantine um, and really got a great friendship with him going. So I uh, really appreciate everything he did for us and wish him all the best in Philly. Yeah, I agree with that too. David Phelps, the uh, one interview I had with him, uh, just a dynamite guy, uh, super, super cool. He was traded today uh, for three minor leaguers. I want to get you this from David Stearns. However, uh, Justin Topa was called up today along with Trey Supak. Uh, Supak, a, a former second round selection by the Pirates, so he's been in the system here. Brewers acquired him a couple of years ago. But uh, in this, uh, Justin Topa, uh, David Stearns had a comment on that earlier today about you know, this journey that this uh, this dude has been on. Check this out. Yeah, this is, this is a fun one for the organization. And um, a tremendous credit goes out to our, our domestic scouting staff, um, you know, most notably Brian Gale, who really leads our um, acquisition efforts in in this space, um, in the indie ball space, and in, in um, the pro league space. And uh, this is someone who was drafted, I think, all the way back in 2013 by the Pirates. Um, began making his way through the the Pirate system. Ultimately, was released. Um, latched on in indie ball, then with Texas. Um, than indie ball again and and um, our our network and our scouts did a tremendous job tracking him and and 
uh, felt like there was more in the tank. Uh, there was more there. And then Justin just took off. And um, that's really been true since we acquired, since we signed him. Um, he's an incredible worker. He did a great job this past off season. And then between when we shut down in March to when we, we showed back up um, again in, in, in Appleton, he did a great job working through his goals, um, sticking to a development path plan. Um, and it's a really exciting arm. He, he throws the ball really hard. Um, he's developed a very nice slider. And um, he, he deserves to be here. This is a big league caliber pitcher who yeah. has worked very hard to get here. There he is, David Stearns on uh, Justin Topa, 29 years old. Uh, and keep that in mind. But quite the journey to get back to the big leagues here, and he's here with the Milwaukee Brewers. I would just say this, that you know, Supak and, and, uh, and Topa are, are going to have to – they're going to have to get some big outs. And, and I don't know if you can have – uh, a couple of guys on your team that are just mop-up duty. I mean, you're eventually, without David Phelps, you're going to eventually have to go with a Drew Rasmussen, uh, uh, possibly Supak or Toba, in a situation where the game's on the line. And so just buckle in uh, because you never know at, at that point. So they trade David Phelps uh, for the following players just to give you a couple of um, – Pieces of information here. One of the pitchers, Brandon Ramey, uh, just turned 20 today. Uh, he was a 30th round pick of the Phillies back in 2018. Right-handed pitcher, 2.78 ERA at rookie level in seven starts last year. Uh, n- not a huge guy, but uh, a little bit of size to him. Uh, six foot, about 180 pounds. Uh, then you... You get Israel Puello. He's a 19-year-old. He's a big dude, 6'3", 200-pound right-hander, 192 in ERA in 15 starts in the Dominican Fall League. So the numbers look good for Puello. Another 19-year-old acquired Dominican um, player, 6 foot, 175. Not the biggest of stature, again, but... Uh, uh, Juan Geraldo, Gulf Coast League, 396 ERA in 12 appearances, two of those starts. So there's your, your pitchers acquired. And I will say that it's uh, somewhat reminiscent of that uh, Adam Lynn deal. And uh, we'll, we'll see if, uh, you know, one out of three, if, if that's their goal, they got uh, three chances at hitting. And, and they did with the Adam Lynn deal and Freddie Peralta, guy who pitched in, in today's game. Uh, did come to fruition fairly young, but it's going to take a couple of years to see if this David Phelps uh, 2020 trade at the trade deadline is going to work out. It's a little bit disappointing to see Phelps uh, leave in this regard that you you didn't get the full 162, you didn't get the uh, team option in year number two for David Phelps just in case he did have a good year. You could retain his rights for, I believe it was $4.5 million dollars. Because that's the way Craig Council handles the pen with guys like David Phelps. And so that, that to me, is the disappointing part. They're going to have to make do without him, as I said. All right, uh, we'll get some uh, news around Major League Baseball and uh, find out who played and didn't play in the National League Central as the Brewers take this one. Game four, the final game of this four-game set, goes 6-5 uh, Brewers. They take three of four. They're five and three in their last eight, and we'll see if they gain ground or lost ground. See who's playing National League Central scoreboard. That's next, Bayview Shade and Blind post game show right here on the Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind post game show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard. On the fan. Well, we know this one inside the Central. Brewers take care of the Pirates 6-5 in the fourth and final game of the series in the uh, 10-game homestand. Doing pretty well thus far. A couple of games to go against the Tigers. We'll get to that preview in just a second. Uh, but 5-3 uh, and three are the Brewers. Four games against the Reds, four against the Pirates, and you're 5-3 and three 
would have liked just one more of those victories. Just one more. If, had, you, had you been able to take uh, three or four against the Reds, and I think that off day on Wednesday kind of hurt a little momentum uh, you had with victories against the Reds on last Monday and Tuesday nights, but not bad all told, and uh, they'll go back at it tomorrow. Austin, Texas is here. Trade deadline has come and gone. David Phelps moved for the Brewers, as we just discussed, for three uh, minor leaguers. Understand the Reds made a, a couple of moves. Archie Bradley in, Brian Goodwin in, and the Chicago Cubs. Uh, yeah, this this not shocking. They needed some bullpen support, and they went out and got a couple of left-handers. So, Kristen Yelich, dude, get ready. You're not going to get many at-bats against right-handers in uh, against Chicago here. So, <laughs> be prepared to go lefty-lefty. Start looking the other way um when you uh do finally uh face the chicago cubs all right let's check the scoreboard what do you have austin all right there was just one other game in action tonight in the central uh as the cubs had the night off uh the cardinals were in cincinnati to take on the reds the the cardinals would go on for the victory uh seven to five paul DeYoung hit his first career grand slam tonight uh dakota hudson got his first win of the season with that win tonight as well uh, so an updated NL Central standings. The Cubs still in first place at 20 and 14. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals now 13 and 13, sit three games back of the Cubs. Uh, the Brewers in third place all by themselves at 16 and 18, four games back. Four flat, yeah. Yep. And then uh, the Reds now 15 and 20. They are five and a half games back, and the Pittsburgh Pirates keep falling lower and lower. They are 20 and or sorry, 10 and 22, uh, nine games back for first place. Uh, four games back with 26 to play, you've got a ton of games against the Cardinals. So I, I, you know, they're just a game back of the Cardinals or whatever. I mean, you can take care of that. Uh, but, uh, you know, your destination pretty much is in your own hands here with 26 to play the Brewers. Let's keep in mind, uh, last, uh, couple of years, they finished 20 and seven. Now I'm not saying they're going to do that again, but Hey, in the last 27 games, they're 1-0 and so far. <laughs> if you're going to count count them all down, wouldn't that be some, something? I mean, it's like Chris Davis hitting 247 for four years or whatever it was. Go 20-7 go and seven to finish the season for three consecutive years. I don't think a team has ever done that. Um, a bigger name. San Diego means business, don't they? Clevenger goes to the Padres. That's another biggie. I tell you, uh, if you think that a lot of these teams are sort of throwing away this season, don't buy that. They still want a pennant. They still want a ring. Um, now, is anyone uh, anyone going to beat the uh, Dodgers? Oh, we'll see. It's still a baseball game each night of the playoffs, right? That's the way it works. All right, tomorrow's uh, matchup will feature Josh Lindblom on the hill. Now, he's going to have to do something about a 6.3 earned run average. I mean, that's going to have to change. Uh, and uh, Michael Fulmer will take the hill for the uh, Detroit Tigers. It's a two-game set at Miller Park before the off day on Thursday. Have the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show. Gets you ready to go for game one of the two-game set at 6 o'clock. And after the last pitch, you make the switch right here, Bayview Shade and Blind post-game show uh, as, uh, again, Lindblom. Now, just something to think about here. If Suter pitched today, Lindblom uh, pitches tomorrow. I just wonder if the stretching out of Suter might be in an effort to possibly replace Lindblom. Uh, the investment is there for Josh Lindblom. We know that. It's a three-year deal coming coming back here from the KBO. But, hey, anything's on the table at this point. Now, you can also just go back to Josh Lindblom in the starting rotation next year. But if it's not getting done now and you have an alternative and his name is Brent Suter, I don't know. I just I, I wonder if that might be a little bit of a backup plan. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow for Austin, Texas. My name is Tim Allen. Uh, again, the final tonight, Brewers get the victory 6-5 to take 3-4 against the Pittsburgh Pirates. And enjoy this one. We'll see you tomorrow. Smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.
Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.